0: Thou hast forsaken my church. Well, kind of, but... But what? I'm not a bad guy. I work hard and I love my kids. So why should I spend half my Sunday hearing about how I'm going to hell? Hmm. You've got a point there. You know, sometimes even I'd rather be watching football. Four-finger discount, dude.
1: Welcome to Four Finger Discount, proudly brought to you by The Simpsons Quotes That Nobody Gets Anymore, Facebook Page and NoHomers.net. I am Dando. I am Mitch. Today we're here to review Homer the Heretic, a fantastic episode.
2: Great episode. God, this is so good. This this has got to be... Oh, it's almost the top Homer at least episode top, of all time.
1: It's at least top twenty of all time in regards top to top twenty of all time, and, oh, and not,
2: not just Homer, just episodes but in general. Yeah, 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 definitely. And if you were going to go Homer centric, I oh, top three, top three at least,
1: easily. What what beats this? Uh, that that, I is, don't that know. are purely
2: Homer centric. Yeah, purely Homer. Because I was going to say like. Homer's got some great... Well, the monorail one's great, but it's but, not purely yeah, Homer. Home at home Homer's more of a subplot to that. That's exactly... What I was thinking monorail as well. But yeah, there's not many, really. Homer Goes to College is a good one. Yeah, Homer Goes to College is great.
1: Um, Maybe it's a list we can do. Yeah. We need to start doing some more list videos. You Maybe that can be our first that. one. So the, the the top 10 Homer Simpson episodes. Maybe we You we'll keep do that. saying that. But, like, but now I bought, your, I bought new light bulbs, so mouth, now we can film shit. Oh, you mean videos. Okay.
2: I was, I was going to say, because your mouth is often where you need to keep doing things, but your eyes are like, you need to do more work, Mitch. <laughs> no, 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 no. I mean, uh, you don't do enough. <laughs> I list videos, what I said. Yes. Get your fucking feet off my
1: couch, <laughs> <laughs> crack your knuckles, and start doing some shit. But yeah, as I said, fantastic episode. I honestly didn't remember it being this great. I think maybe as a kid, cause I hadn't seen this for a long, okay. long, long, long time. Yep. And I'm watching it now, and it's just one of those episodes where it's never not funny. No, it's not. It's funny after funny after funny. And it's so relatable. I think this this would mm. be clearly the number one Homer relatable story.
2: Yeah, it's so true. And what I, I wrote down, what I loved about it is as much as it's it was written from the background of someone that used to be dragged to church all the time, and I've never ever in my life had you know that kind of element to my life, yet I think everyone can relate to how great it feels to be staying at home when there's something
1: else that you were asked to do. If any of you do like going to church, you can't relate to it in that sense. It's like when you wake up and you go, you know what? I don't want to go to work today. I'm going to pull a sickie. Yeah. And you're laying in your bed and you're like, this is the greatest day of my life. This is the best idea I've ever had. (laughs) Exactly right. It's
2: like when
1: it's your cousin's birthday and you go, "Mm, but I bought a new PlayStation game. (laughs) (laughs) I'm staying at home. I also thought this episode really um, encapsulated the the Springfield universe of all all the different religions coming together as one and just the... I, just thought, I thought it was kind of random had the Springfield Police in, Fire Department. Just, including miscellaneous. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's super. <laughs> that was really, really great. But um, yeah, I just thought it was just cool how all the communities band together just to help Homer in the end. Mm. Even though he was doing something that they didn't really think was the right thing to it's do. It's one of the few times that they all get together and don't write. Yeah, that is true. I did think too, it was a great decision to have God only appear in dreams. Oh, yeah. Because originally, they were—they wanted God to be a threat the episode. Oh, and really? And George Meyer's like, well, I don't want him to just be there like Homer just envisioned him like a what's the word just like a daydream sort of thing yeah you know I mean? well it is better I mean if you it makes more sense that he's dreaming about it it's more believable I think it is more believable and it's also you wouldn't be able
2: to say you wouldn't be able to draw him because in real life and have him like having this direct impact in reality because he you, would, you wouldn't it look odd but it would also then be saying that Apu's religion is wrong yeah, that's L- true. Like it, you can't have Homer saying, "What if we've picked the wrong religion?" and then have him actually meet the god. That yeah. doesn't work. So yeah, yeah, yeah. it has to be done as a as a vision or a dream or a fantasy. But yeah. As I said,
1: fantastic episode. Mm. Now, interestingly, the first episode that was read for season four. Yes. So yeah. um, It went really well as well. Mm. They really they thought the visuals. They were reading the visuals like the final scene with the fire and that. Yeah. They yep. thought it Went really well. Produced
2: well. by Conan O'Brien. Now I might be wrong, produced? but I feel like that's the first time I've seen his name with that particular credit. I didn't know he ever produced episodes anyway. Mm.
1: Cool. That's pretty cool. Hmm. What, what, what would his role be for this then? So he was overseeing the entire operation? Yeah, I suppose when... So he had like, he would have the final I, say honestly, on what went down? Yeah. Know. What does yeah, the producer I, do? Honestly, a lot of the time... Matt
2: obviously would have the final decision. A lot of the time, nothing. <laughs> like, yeah. The producer... It, it's like the team... Tweet Al Jean and ask him what his job is. A lot of the time, I feel like... Well, that's showrunner. That's a little bit different. A lot of the time, I feel like a producer is... ...a bit like the Encouragement Award. Like, it's the person that's done some stuff in the background... ...and everyone's like, hey,
1: you don't really fit
2: into a role... ...but well done, we're going to put your name at the start.
1: But isn't it sometimes, though, in regards to movies... The person who's funded it, in a sense. Like, for example, Jurassic Park 2. Produced by Steven Spielberg, although he had nothing to do with it. Yeah, but that, well, he would have had a vision saying, I want it to be like this so and he this ha- and he this. Yeah, he said he had to have his name on there somewhere. Yeah. I think they do that as well, just so it sort of gives a bit of credibility. Hmm. Because people are like, this is a sequel. It's not going to be that first one that Spielberg made. Yeah.
2: There's a fantastic parody of Hollywood called uh, State and Maine okay. starring William H Macy and in that though they the ongoing joke is that they hand out producer credits just you know to anyone that does something nice for them someone like they want to maybe get some bagels at a discount rate or something
1: like that so <laughs> it'll be like uh, give him a give him a producer credit thanks everybody who's liked us on Facebook this week as well by the way over 90,000 likes we hit this week. Getting there. Now, I did write, and it's going to happen this week. People have called me out and mm. When we hit 100,000, I will be getting a Simpsons tattoo.
2: I saw a fantastic one that, I, if you don't have the courage for, I think I could get. Which um, one is it? Submitted by a friend of mine, Steve Winter, which was, his idea for the tattoo was the shot from Barney Gumbel's, um don't short film, me, Don't Cry dead. For Me, I'm Already Dead. I was like, that's so fucking bleak. But I like, really Where, where would you get it, though?
1: Would that be like part of like a sleeve you would have? You, oh, I feel
2: like it's got to be on a flat part of your body because yeah, it's it that like you want to get as much of it as possible in that black and white monochrome kind of style. So, on your back maybe. Um, like over,
1: over a shoulder or something like that. I did like the simplicity of getting El Bardo spray painted on my ass. Yeah, that's, not, that's pretty good. Yeah. Also, thanks to everybody who rated and reviewed us in the iTunes store this week. Over 150 reviews now, so please keep doing it. It helps us boost up the rankings on iTunes. And follow us on Twitter and Instagram. Twitter's going well as always now, isn't it, Mitch? It, it is. Um, we're, we're constantly getting notifications. I'm like, this is great. This is what I've always wanted. This is what you'd envisioned. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> this was the only thing I wanted from Four Finger Discount. Twitter did followers. What tweet this week? <laughs> what was that one singular tweet I put out over the past you, seven days? Talk a little bit amongst yourself and I'll find out what it was I'm sure I said something I will kick into my trivia for this week Whilst you're finding it Okay, so my first question is What are the ingredients for Homer's moon waffles? Caramel Yes Waffle batter Yep And liquid smoke Yes, well done We have to make that for a video I I wrote it down as a recipe (laughs) (laughs) What is your first trivia question?
2: What was the song playing by Johnny Calhoun?
1: When was that getting played?
2: Before Homer answers the um, trivia question on KBV. Oh,
1: the, this thing's I believe. Yeah. So, I don't know. What is it? Uh, it was Genie with a magic bikini. Genie with a magic bikini. This thing's I believe. <laughs> <laughs> Can we accept that? <laughs> uh, what was the football game scores tied at? Ah, like, oh, 63-63. 63-63.
2: And included the notable return of Jim Brown. Yes. Who is that re- one of your questions? Uh, oh, you just yeah. remembered it Sixty-three, sixty-three was a question <laughs> Jim Brown was a sub-question to that He was uh, Cleveland Browns runner Record-breaking runner Who retired in 1965
1: Just making it so much better for Homer Yeah, and his. so ridiculous of this game yeah. Like,
2: hey, it's 63-63 It's like an AFL game that's 200-198 to uh, 198.
1: Yeah. yeah Now, Homer uh, finds a penny on the floor As we all know mm-hmm. What year was this penny made? Oh, 1961 1991 Okay Very new coin Very new penny
2: Yeah, freshly minted mm-hmm. Who was the leader of the Three Stooges? Mo. Yes. Yeah. This is one of my favourite Homer
1: lines of all time. <laughs> Mo is their leader. Now, uh, Maggie was doing the voice of the chick who wants her back cracked in that. I can tell it was Maggie Roswell's voice. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I start to notice it so much more now because I've spoken to her in person. I, just, mm. I hear her voice and I'm like, that was you. Mm. Uh, next question. What is, the si- what is on the sign of Springfield Harbour as Homer's trying to get away oh. from Ned? Nah, you've got me there. Popular character from the show, Creature.
2: Popular character from the show that isn't a creature? Animal. Animal. Itchy and scratchy? Nah, uh, Blinky. Oh, Blinky's on the harbour. Ah, nice. Um, Name the volunteers of the Springfield Fire Department.
1: (sighs) Oh, there's Otto. There was Otto hanging off the back. Yeah, there's Barney. Yes, Barney Um, was in there. Chief Wigan was at the end, but was he part of the. He was
2: in the um, fire truck as well. Llewellyn Van Helton. Llewellyn Van Van Helton. Yep. Apoo. Yep. Um. Ooh, crusty! Crusty was there, uh, doing well. There's one last one that was a blink and you'll miss it freeze frame job. Is it? A, give me one hint. I don't know if he actually officially has a name. Ooh, it's a character design that I've never seen before, but looks a lot like another one. Oh, who is it? I don't know. It it was like it was a spitting image of Hans Molman, but they gave him a big grey mustache. Oh, random. Really, really strange. Because
1: so I was watching, was like. Just subliminally, my brain was like, The fuck? Who was that? I didn't get that one. I just loved the, the visual of Otto hanging off the back. Yeah. <laughs> just laughing in the wind. It reminded me a little bit of um, Seinfeld with Kramer. Yeah. Yeah. has has got the caboose. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what catches fire to cause the explosion at Homer's house? Like yeah, Play-Dude no, not? Well, that. Play Dude magazine. No, that's what lights on fire, but what causes the boom? What catches on fire?
2: Oh, um, it was a box of oily rags. Yeah, with that written on it. Box yeah, it of oily rags. Oily rags, <laughs>
1: and uh, it was blasting
2: caps was what? in the box next to it. That's what oh, the full explosion so was.
1: was. I didn't even pick up. I just had a box of oily rags. Yeah, I um, got one more question. Do you have any? I've ones? got one more as okay, well.
2: Cool. Um, who who were the two historical figures playing air hockey?
1: Jefferson and Jimi Hendrix. Ah, no, it was no, Ben Franklin. Ben Franklin. Ah, so close. Yeah, I actually thought it was Jefferson at first. Okay. I had to double check. You know what's funny about that? <laughs> when I'm watching it, right, I was going through it, and I'm like, Jimi Hendrix and look up later. <laughs> and I forgot to look up later. <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> it's one of my favorite quotes. Whenever you. Beat someone at
2: something Yeah Like it just a one-on-one Ping-pong or pool Or whatever it might be
1: That's game Hendrix And apparently Hendrix Was supposed to talk But the voice actor Didn't sound enough like Hendrix uh, okay. So they didn't include that line But it's better without it Yeah it is better without it But they left it in Franklin's Because no one knows What he sounded like mm. Yeah So that's why I left that in That was one of the facts That are going to come up In a couple of moments mm-hmm. But my final question What does Homer lie to the insurance guy Telling him that he has in the house, or what uh, was in the house? There was like a Picasso Yep There's and- two things um sports cars or something? Collection like of that? classic cars. Collection yeah. of classic cars. Yes. So that's how much more fun is it doing the trivia at the start? Yeah, it's good. <laughs> it's great. gets you in the mood for the show. <laughs> Alrighty, so a few facts. Do you have any facts do you want to kick off with or don't you kick um, off with the facts?
2: Outside of what I mentioned about the fact that this was the first one recorded by uh it was, sorry, first table read for season four and yep. produced by Conan O'Brien. What else? Did I did I... not have those facts. Uh, the story came from El Jean. Yes. Um, yeah. So they were sort of spitballing ideas, and they were thinking about how they had so much success with um, Lisa in the eighth or Le- Lisa versus the eighth commandment. And stealing they thought, cable. yeah. Yep, so they thought, what else can? We, what other commandments can we get home at a break? And they went with
1: honor the Sabbath. Yes. Yep. Uh, one of the main problems that George Meyer, who wrote the episode, you were mentioning before, the guy they, they gave it to somebody that didn't go to church. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So this is George Meyer. He had, one of the troubles he had was that whenever Homer saw God, he had to have fallen asleep. So by the end of the first script, it was like Homer... Is it, like, it Narcolepsy where you got to sleep Oh, okay. Time? So he kept falling asleep. Kept falling asleep so he can talk to God, but then they cut it down to just that two scenes. Yeah. If you don't include the final scene, I don't think Homer needed to talk to God more than once throughout the whole episode. No, it, it worked just it, as that it, one what, The way they did it was perfectly fine. Mm. It was really, really good.
2: Um, when you say George didn't go to church, he did when he was younger.
1: But he didn't like it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. he was like a, a reformed atheist, I suppose. Yeah. <laughs> As you said, this was the first one to be read out to the production team from yep. season four, and it went really well. Um, this was the first episode of The Simpsons where the animation was produced by Film Roman. Mm. Uh, up until this point, Film Roman had mostly worked on Garfield and Friends and Bobby's World. yeah. Um, and they weren't used to the speed at which The Simpsons were produced, but they quickly got the hang of it. Uh, Matt Groening
2: mentioned in the commentary about getting um, a fairly filthy memo from the overseas director really? for the for having to animate all of the individual members of Springfield
1: rushing out of the church. <laughs> oh, okay. Because like, they've got this short turnaround time. It's like, what the fuck are you expecting <laughs> of us? <laughs> I, that, that scene when they're running out and Bart's running across the top of them reminded me of when Bart and Lisa were cutting in line for some reason. Oh, okay. Just the way he's like, coming through, out of the way. Yeah, goodbye. similar dialogue. Hey, nice hat, baby. Is like yeah. said just that kind of dialogue. Also, the chalkboard gag. Do you want to mention this one?
2: Uh, yeah, the chalkboard gag was, I will not defame New Orleans. Yeah. Um, so this was after the whole Hubble Hullabaloo. Hullabaloo. <laughs> I love that word. <laughs> I don't get to say it often enough. Um, and you ruined it. I did. <laughs> you fluffed it. <laughs> Hullabaloo. <laughs> Made up a new one. Um, after the hubbub about New Orleans previously, they rushed in like at the last second, a new animation of I Will Not Defame New Orleans as their way of half apologising, half taking the piss, really.
1: Also, same with Mr. Plow. They're one of only two, not, not many, maybe a handful of episodes that have snow. Featured in the episode, that isn't a Christmas or a Thanksgiving episode. Yeah, Yep. Yeah, just purely for the storyline here. home he doesn't want to get out of bed, and then we mentioned I said earlier about Jimi Hendrix and Benjamin Franklin. The voice actor didn't sound like Jimi Hendrix, so they decided to leave him out. And the abrupt cutting off of God's voice before he reveals the meaning of life, which was used when Mitch. Oh, that'll be when we interviewed Harry Shearer. Yes, uh, for people that—that <laughs> that was a great idea, that. by the way. Very much loved
2: by the audience. Yeah, like, yeah,
1: the listeners really, really loved that end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and now. When it was cut off in the episode, it was intended to be cut off by a voiceover promotion for whatever Fox was going to air following The Simpsons. the meaning of life is, hey, The Apprentice coming up next. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Now, however, Fox did not pick up on this, and so God's voice was merely just cut off by the show's credits. Oh, that's a shame. The memo didn't get through to him, apparently. God, it would have been great if it
2: was something so meaningless. Like, the meaning of life is, and then there was an ad for a two-for-one sale on...
1: I don't know, socks. Just (laughs) like whatever it might be. That would have been great. So, let's get into the review. The original air date was October 8th, 1992. As we said, the chalkboard gag was, I will not defame New Orleans. And the catch gag was, the sofa swivels around from the wall and an empty sofa takes the position. Mm. Right, kicks off with one of the most classic openings of all time, Homer in the womb. Homer in the womb? I forgot about this as the opening. Yeah, I didn't realise it was from this episode. I just... Mm. It's one of those things that you you remember seeing so many times, but you can't pinpoint where it was. Mm. Yeah, but it's just great. I love the use of the music and it just makes you think, I wonder if this is what goes through a baby's mind when it's in the womb. What's your earliest memory? Mine is my dad doing road rage. (laughs) Yeah, I've got
2: a few of those, but that's not my earliest. (laughs) Now, my earliest memory is of um, nearly drowning when I was, I don't know, too young to be at the beach. My mum dropped me. Uh, dropped you. Oh, no, no I, I no. nearly drowned because my mum dropped me. <laughs> no that's 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 a slight exaggeration. I was a, obviously I was a toddler so I was walking but not quite of my own accord. She was holding my hand wave knocked me over um, and <laughs> then in like the kind of the current as the waves have receded, it pulled me away from her and she lost me because it, it was like um, white water she lost vision of where I was. It was purely by luck that as I was tumbling back out to the ocean I managed to <laughs> run into her foot. And she was able to pick, bend down and pick me up again. Is that why you never go outside anymore? That's why I don't go to the beach. <laughs> yeah. Certainly not past my ankles. <laughs> is that true? You, you, every bit of... Oh, no, I go to the beach. But <laughs> every other bit of that story is true. And it is the, it is legitimately the first thing about
1: life that I remember. It nearly dying. Do you think there was something here with Homer's line, by the way, when Marge wakes him up, when he says, I don't want to, oh, I'm all naked and wet, when he's in bed? Was um, that meant to be seen as like somewhat of a dirty oh, joke or was it just No, I didn't take it that it's still that he just hasn't quite woken up. Hasn't quite woken up yet,
2: what the reality uh, to what the reality is yet.
1: So Marge obviously wakes him up because she wants him to go to church. He's just he responds too cold out. Too- <laughs> 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 Which is, like, when Nicola wakes me up for work, come on, you gotta get up for work. Too cold. Like too early. <laughs> Dude, you gotta get up now. Five minutes. I'll I'll get there, I'll get there. I still managed to get to work on time, but like yesterday I got out of bed. At quarter past seven, clocked on, 7.26. Jesus. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it was awesome. Pants are on backwards. <laughs> Both shoes on Nothing one unusual. Foot. So Homer's just, he's trying to think of an excuse, basically, not to go to church. He's just, he's complaining, complaining, complaining. Marches, hurry up, pulls his pants up, rip. That's yep. it. I'm not going. <laughs> Waddles back up the stairs again.
2: I love the fact that the line of stupid, ditchy church, church pants. Like, yeah. The fact that it's. Everything's you know, bothering him at the moment. Yeah, everything about it. Like, you Can't can, get any socks you on. You
1: wear these pants every week. Buy some better pants. <laughs> like, uh, so, Marge and the kids are then on their way to church. Maggie's tongue is stuck to the car seat. Hmm. Now, was this before or after Dumb and Dumber? I'm pretty sure it was before. Uh, yeah, Dumb and Dumber was like 95, 94, 95. So, was this the first time that kind of gag had been used on television? I don't know if it would be the first time. I think that... Can you remember anyone else's... When you think of tongue being stuck to something, it's Dumb and Dumber. Yeah, that's, what, that's the first thing that I think of. But, yeah. I mean, I don't think they...
2: I'm sure they wouldn't have been the first to realise that your tongue can get stuck to Frost.
1: I've just never seen it in any form of television or movie prior to Dumb and Dumber. But mm. then I realize it happens here. But anyway, so the kids ask where Homer is.
0: Hey, where's Homer? Your father's... Rest them. Resting. Resting hung over, resting got fired. Help me out here.
1: This episode was filled with short, snappy scenes. Yeah, it was. There was no long, long, long ones, was it? Except for the, the final scene with the fire. And yeah, a, and there's not there saving him. The but particular- it's just Homer at home, Marge at church. Homer yeah. at home, Marge at church. Yeah, particularly the first act or two. And it's why, it's why there's so much in the
2: way it jokes in there. Yeah, yeah. And, and why it's. Yeah, there's no down moment. But they couldn't do that all the
1: time, though. No, that's what makes so it stand out so much. But, certain yeah. stories fit it better than others would. It would get annoying after a while, I think. But mm. it was great. It was worked well in this episode. So Homer's alone at home in this bed. Whole scene is hilarious. Best shot ever.
0: Yeah, just. <laughs> uh, I'm just a big toasty cinnamon bun. I never want to leave this bed. Uh oh, gotta take a whiz. Think, man, think, 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 think. I better get up.
2: And particularly, everyone's had that moment of gotta
1: take a whiz. Think, man, think. I bet to say, every guy's had think, this. Think, think, think.
0: <laughs> what oh, can I do? I better get up. And
1: you're like, if I go to sleep, I'll probably piss my pants. Yeah. <laughs> so I better get up. And then whizzing with the door open. And I love, love it. it. We've all gone to the talk with the door open. Mm. It's amazing. Not for my family. No. But, then... <laughs> but it was great for me. <laughs> but then when he's in the shower, you bet your sweet ass. That, that was, was my so favourite part good. of the whole thing. Oh, loved it. Singing Delilah yeah, as yeah. well. And having Badly. a great time. Like it's just, oh, this whole scene. Perfect. There's a little
2: hidden joke here, by the way, that you wouldn't have picked up. It's not even a joke. It's a reference to a joke. The radio that he has- The name. On the shower. The, the name, No Soap Radio. Mm. Any idea what that refers to? I saw something on Wikipedia better, but I didn't look it up. Okay. So, there's a joke <laughs> that is called No Soap Radio. Okay. The idea is that the joke is not the joke. The joke is that you tell the joke to someone else with a friend. So, say you and I are here, and we've got a, a listener of the show who's lapping up our, uh, every word. Uh, in the room with us. So, the joke goes, and, and I tell you beforehand that you're going to laugh along with this joke. So, the joke goes along the lines of, um, there's a, a hippo and a pig having a bath together and the hippo says to the pig, please pass me the soap. And the pig says, no soap, radio. Now, that ma- makes absolutely no sense, but you and I laugh like it's the greatest joke in the world and we pressure the other person into laughing See along. Laugh at it. So, then they start laughing at it and then we laugh at them for laughing at it that's uh, what the okay. idea of the joke is and by the way can i quickly segue to something we were supposed to mention at the top of the show and i forgot on the idea of listeners being able to meet us we've got giveaways and prizes so stick around to the mailbag because we'll announce it properly then but there are there's a show a comedian is doing a show in melbourne upcoming called the simpsons told me everything
1: that i know stay tuned because we've got some awesome news about it so getting back to the episode and uh, everyone's cold at church the furnace isn't working apparently yeah, what's the story? Yeah, I thought I was gonna say that's perfect because someone would yell out. Yeah. <laughs> well, I don't know if they would in church.
2: They'd be thinking if they're, it. If they're that annoyed. That's, they would. I don't think they would, but that's what I like about it. It's
1: it's what everyone's internal monologue would be, and this guy that just can't ha- can't take it. He's like, "What the hell?" It's <laughs> what happens at work when there's a union meeting. Now, no, we haven't got the pay rise yet. Yeah, what's the story? Yeah, <laughs> it actually would have. I wonder if what the hell would have worked better now that I think about that. Because it's in church, yeah.
2: Someone, yeah, using blasphemy because they're that cold.
1: Yeah. And then we get to Homer dancing. I'll let you do this one because you love Tom Cruise. Uh,
2: <laughs> yes, of course. The greatest parody of Risky Business that you're likely to see. Yeah. Um, it, like, it particularly, forget the sliding across. I love that they included the shot of the fingers turning all of the sliders all yep. the way up, which is the best part of, yep. of that whole sequence for me. And the sliding across, cross wearing the big... Like
1: wolf, uh, bear, Bears. bear moccasins, yeah. slippers with the big toes.
0: <laughs> like, Who wears short
1: shorts? Loves it. Having a great time. Then he makes his uh, moon waffles. Mm. Patented space age out of this world moon waffles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> waffle runoff. <laughs> I can't get over liquid smoke. Give their waffles a hickory flavour. What the hell is liquid smoke? I've never used it in any of my food.
2: Liquid smoke, it's a... Well, in Australia, like a, it's a really specialty... Thing Like, you'd get it at barbecue stores, but you won't find it in supermarkets. But say you were making a chili or something at home, you added a, a dash of it, and it will kind of give it the smoky vibe as if you've cooked something over charcoals. Ah, uh, okay. So, you can put
1: it in marinades and sauces and stuff like that. Yep, yep, yep. I don't know how that would go with waffles. No, awful. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's what's... Maybe that's why you wrapped it in butter, or bu- wrapped butter with it. Wrapped butter that's why just <laughs> <laughs> God, that's fattening. It's, it's the best... Mm. moment for Homer, I
0: think. Mmm, yeah. fattening. It's, it's nothing the, better than
2: that. The bit that he puts
1: it on like a cocktail toothpick that yeah. I love as well. It's so dainty the way he's eating this. If we made these, would you take a bite? Yeah. Because I wouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like butter. I just don't say butter on anything. <laughs> I'm not saying I'd enjoy it, but I'd do it. Oh, it'd be amazing. We have to do it now. I just want to see your face when you eat it. You, put, you would enjoy it though, I think. I don't know. Oh, it's a lot of butter though, It's a lot
2: it? of butter to bite through.
1: What if it's slightly could melted?
2: We, could we... Not use a full 250 grams of butter. <laughs> if well, we would have the whole thing. If we could have made the concession that it's just like... A cocktail a, weenie version. Enough butter. You know, enough to still be disgusting, but not so much that I'm But then we
1: get so many comments. This isn't authentic the way Homer made it. <laughs> Fuck those people. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs>
2: eat, eat your own fucking moon waffles. Kill yourselves. Yeah, yeah. I'll just try to keep my arteries...
1: Wo- oh, I'm you, not saying kill yourselves. You can <laughs> you throw, you throw it up later on. <laughs> it cuts back to church and the Reverend's talking about hell. This was funny that he was talking about hell, but they're all like, I'm Enjoying there. it, yeah, I, mean, I love that. I, I wish that. I was there, you know. I like that he breaks the plant.
2: Just that little, he's got his oh, little yeah. hedge next to him. Just as he, um, the fiery
1: pits of hell. And as he throws his arm up, it shatters the plant. Just so, again, those little reinforcing how cold it is in there. Uh, cuts to Homer sitting in front of the couch, not on the couch, sitting in front of it, in his underwear, eating butter, or, or moo waffles, butter, whatever it's mm-hmm. called, drips onto his chest, sends a little help, comes in, lick it off. Best use of a dog ever. <laughs> oh, like amazing. Just in, in reality, I don't remember
2: the last time I cleaned something, like mopped something up that I spilled on the floor. Yeah. Unless it's, it's bad for the dog, the dog will eat it.
1: My family kept trying to feed Jet chocolate cake last week. And I'm like, don't give the dog chocolate. Mm.
2: Surely <sighs> that's common knowledge, isn't it? Oh,
1: my family just t- don't give the cho- dog chocolate. Don't give the baby heroin. My- like that's, that's <laughs> Surely everyone knows those two rules. Granted, my family dog, Jack, has eaten that much chocolate in his life. 13 years old, kicking strong. So he's like one of those. We found him out in the country.
2: I've been smoking
1: opium every day since I was 20 and it ain't done nothing bad for me. <laughs> we literally were driving out the country one day. He jumped in the back of dad's ute and wouldn't get out and we kept him. That's where we found this. That's how you found him? Yeah. That's honestly how we found him. There's someone else doing a podcast right now (laughs) about Family Guy going, Mom, Dad, I found him. I found him. I found Jethro.
2: Well, I was (laughs) going to say the other thing. Like, there's a guy doing a Family Guy podcast that, you know, (sighs) life's just never been the
1: same since someone stole my dog.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I don't care. I called
1: and I called
2: and I called and he just never came.
1: Now the church is frozen shut. Um, Lisa prays (laughs) for God to help them, but. Lisa, this is neither the time nor the place. <laughs> <laughs> then it cuts to Homer winning the radio contest. I'll let you elaborate on this scene.
2: Yeah, so it cuts back to KBVL and we've got uh, Johnny Calhoun, as we mentioned, with the genie in a miracle bikini and just one of those regular through-the-day radio contests. And like you Now, he had a uh, Spoken album, which uh, pretty much ruined his career. Uh, if you can tell us the name of that album, I love that that's one of the very few things that Homer has. It would be like having... And, and he knew it. Well, yeah, that's true. Yeah. Like it's it's a well-loved thing for yeah. him, despite the fact that he doesn't get the name right. These things, I believe. This things, I believe. <laughs> He's like, t- t- take he pauses first. Um, this. What it remi- What it made me think of would be like the modern day equivalent of that is if you had a vinyl pressing of Lazy Boy's underwear goes inside the pants. I have no idea what that is. What you've never heard that? No, that was huge in like ah uh, two thousand and six ish. Lazy boy, lazy boy, underwear goes inside the pants. Nope, never. heard You've of it never that. heard that. No. Stop the show. No, I don't want to hear it. <laughs> you do. i will do it after this. It's a four and a bit minute spoken word, just kind of rant about society. Why would I know that? It was every- It was played everywhere. Really? Yes. No, nah, I don't have- As far as spoken word things go, it's up there with Dennis Leary's asshole. I was about to say, is it like asshole? Yeah, pretty similar. Just without, Dennis Leary, like, Arsehole had more of a musical
1: vibe I'm to it. I'm yeah. yeah.
2: We got the bomb, that's right. <laughs> Two words, nuclear
0: fucking weapons.
1: <laughs> Sorry. Speaking of, this is where we get to the Willie scene. He's trying to get the door open, and Reverend's just like pretty much telling him,
0: How's that door coming, Willie? Miracles are your department, Reverend.
1: A great zinger from Willie. Yeah, it was actually.
2: Willie but doesn't like, usually get funny lines like that. Just because he's a groundskeeper somewhere else. He's also the maintenance guy at the yeah, church, apparently. Yeah, that is true.
1: Yeah, and he's wearing his groundskeeper outfit. It's like
2: that, you know, like someone has a heart attack somewhere in a public area. Like, is anyone here a doctor? I look, Like the doors for?
1: Is anyone here a groundskeeper? Yeah. <laughs> it's exactly what happened. <laughs> is anybody here a marine biologist? Homer's then watching the Three Stooges, as I've got here. I've mentioned before, Maggie Roswell's the woman with. about her spine getting mm-hmm. cracked or whatever.
0: You must be the three chiropractors I send for. Now, start manipulating my spine. Hey, Mo, we don't know nothing about manipulating. You heard the lady. Grab a spine and get cracking. <laughs> <laughs> Mo is their leader. Why, hey. you?
1: So it cuts back to Willy. Finally gets the door open and everyone races out. I mentioned earlier how I thought it reminded me of what when Bart was trying to get to the water slide. Yeah, yep. at, uh, what was that place called? That's Man Splash Ball. Ball. That's the one. Uh, home is then watching TV,
2: requesting some of that sweet, sweet, sweet pep. Yeah, gets a shit show. It's just
1: such a quotable episode. Now that I think, oh yeah, so great. many things that I do say. So many short, snappy scenes. every day yeah. in life. Everything yeah. is funny. Yeah, interrupted with a football game, which mm. is just he does the funny dance. Yeah, it's just well, uh, a little touchdown dance yeah, with the yeah, remote, like yeah. spike spiking the remote as you would a football. Yep. Uh, Marge can't start the car. I always thought this watching this episode. Why does she make the weird sound when she can't start the car? Because she's mim- mimicking the car engine. I know that, but it just seemed odd. No one ever does that. And why is she? Why would she go... S- mm-hmm. why would she do that? To th- to highlight
2: her frustration. She's she's at breaking point. She's snapped. She's not in yeah. control of her faculties. I always, anymore. always thought it was a bit odd. I, I understand what they it's was deliberately going for. odd. Yeah, that is true. Yeah,
1: I don't know. Just always seemed a bit weird to me. Lisa tries to help as she always does. What? What would help? <laughs> <Just> Nothing.
2: <laughs> How many times? do you and Nicola get to that point where th- th- maybe something's struggling or it's not working and you just you try to throw a few suggestions and then you have another idea but you know that it's at that point that if you say one more thing it's like you just like you know it's, it's just going to be best for me to shut up and let them let them go not, about not only,
1: their own way when Nicola and I argue if we, if we do argue about something like that it's not a case of me trying to keep giving her suggestions i well I'll give a suggestions right suggestions I give it two or three, and it's a case of her not trying it. It's her going, no, that wouldn't work because of this. Okay. And I'll go, well, I'm just giving you three suggestions, so you go fucking sort it out yourself. Right. You know, that kind of thing. Storm off enough. Yeah, yeah. I don't storm off. I'm just like, well, they're three suggestions. You've said, you've shut them all down. I clearly am a fucking idiot. You sort it out yourself. I, I just feel
2: like there are so many times in my life where, and it's the smug attitude that I just can't help but It's the have. way you say it. It is the way I say it,
1: that, I don't mean for it to happen, but it comes across as condescending and like. We did it here in our kitchen once with ah, Ash. You made her feel like a. You didn't make her feel like a new, but you said something in such a condescending way where she just didn't talk to you for the rest of the night. Do you remember that? She was doing something. <laughs> it all blurs together for me. She, she was doing something. Uh, she was doing something and you called her out for it and then she got really conscious about it and she just wouldn't talk to you and she was really angry. Hmm. Is this <laughs> your life? <laughs>
2: <laughs> she was probably breathing wrong. <laughs>
1: It was something like that. But anyway, so do you want to go back to the episode? I'd like to. <laughs> i <I'm laughs> <on> dangerous ground. <laughs> Homer finds the penny.
2: That was a story about me being an asshole, not about Ash, so I'm allowed to tell that one. I think uh, that's how it works. Okay, that's a loophole.
1: Uh, Homer finds the penny on the floor. Oh Could-
2: my God. Yeah. I love
1: Lincoln winking. <laughs> is at <me>. that? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> a penny! <laughs> how much is a penny? It's one cent. One cent, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Why was he so happy? Uh, but he's, could this be the best day of my life? What was it? The wedding? The wedding. Dancing ran a beer. Dancing Everyone ran a it? beer on the beer <laughs> truck. He's like a little
0: kid. <laughs> it's fucking incredible. It
1: looks like we have a new champion. Yeah.
0: Family then come home. I, on the other hand, have been having the best day of my life, and I owe it all to skipping church. That's a terrible thing to say, kids. Your father doesn't really mean that. Like fun, I don't. Marge, I'm never going to church again. Marge just can't believe it. It's one of the faith? ones
2: where, yeah, like we really see Marge as being
1: devout for the first time. Yeah, because it was more Lisa in the cable one, wasn't it? Mm. And what, how, what was Marge's reaction in the cable episode? Oh, she went along with she, Lisa. She, but... she didn't like that it was affecting Lisa. Yeah, she supported her purely because it was just affecting her. Yeah, she kind of As just opposed to her beliefs. Exactly right. Yeah, yeah. Um,
2: I think it is. But like, like, we really see her torn here and there's the line, don't make me choose between my um, man and my God.
1: Yeah, like, I've got that written here. I'm like, that's really... It seems over the top for Marge, really,
2: but... Yeah, like to, like we've just never seen her be that devout and that
1: evangelical before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Normally she's very um, forgiving or what's mm, the word where she just puts up with... It, uh, accepting. Um, very accepting of Homer's <laughs> ways. Married. Yeah, pretty much, yeah. <laughs> Um, But, yeah, so, are you going to give up your faith? No, 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 no. Well, yes.
2: (laughs) 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 Comes back from commercial. Great little moment that I liked here. Marge is cleaning the waffle line.
1: I didn't even pick up on that. This was such
2: a great small thing that, of course, that would be how it is. Homer's just a slob, and he's had this great day, and it's other people that have to pick up the consequences and, and have the reality of life
1: Homer's trying to justify to Marge why you shouldn't go to church and why he's not going to go hmm. and Bart's just testify amen brother I love that yeah. that was great and a great animation of yeah B, what great he's great his hands. Yeah. yeah, it's so great
2: plus what if we pick the wrong religion we're
1: just going to make God angry every week anyway <laughs> Marge is then praying to God to forgive him Homer just wants him to come to bed come to bed won't him you, Marge? to come to bed Heart her sorry <laughs> wants her to come to bed I love how he's just, just playing with the hair yeah <laughs> so seductively <laughs> yeah <laughs> She just and the subtle. She just shifts down to bed an extra foot, so he can't reach her. Yeah, and And whispers. whispers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can still slightly hear what she's saying. It's just the same bullshit anyway. Mm. But then Homer falls asleep, and uh, I can wait all. And this is where he meets God.
2: I loved that, like in the vision, God rips the roof off, and it reminded me of The Sims. Yeah, you got this top-down view of the home.
1: Yep. Mm. Yeah, 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 that's true. And then he reasons with God, like God in Homer's dream. Yeah can understand what home is doing yeah uh what's the i'm a good guy and i love my kids so why should i spend half my sunday hearing about how i'm going to hell
2: yeah Uh, you've got a point
1: there (laughs) is this where he gives a shit about reverend lovejoy too that reverend 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 lovejoy really displeases me (laughs) (laughs) it's just really really good what i've got here i do like that they randomly had snowball walk in and start playing like loving his leg yeah just didn't need to do that just 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 some business Yeah, yeah just add something to the scene Makes a deal that he's gonna worship in his own way and God accepts that, that's fine. And then God has another appointment uh, Yeah, like, in Mexico. I've got to appear in a tortilla in Mexico. Yeah. <laughs> then we get the funny transition of him waving goodbye and Homer's half Homer's asleep waving, big yeah. smile on his face. I yep. oh, loved it. Now Homer's wearing his big robe. I love that. He was dressed like Friar Tuck. Yeah. <laughs> it's <was> amazing. Yeah. <laughs> With a toothbrush in the pocket for was no he? reason whatsoever. I didn't even see that. Was did he still have the uh, the bear shoes on? Uh, I didn't Simpsons? look that far down uh, I don't think I did either I do wish though You've never played Or you've played Hit and Run a little bit mm. I do wish this was one of the costumes you could get Would have been pretty Run. awesome oh, yeah. It would have been so great I'm sure they
2: didn't have it It should be a costume you can get in every game
1: Let's make Simpsons Hit and Run 2 happen And that has to be one of Homer's costumes yeah. uh, Let's make it
2: happen Let's make something that we have absolutely no rights to And no skills to be able to develop happen
1: I reckon if I wanted to I'll make it happen <laughs> <laughs> Lisa is uh, very concerned And then Homer says that If I'm wrong I'll just recant my deathbed which is a good way of thinking about it.
2: That's always been my viewpoint on religion. Surely. Just apologise. Yeah, surely you get a mulligan. You just go, well, fuck. Every single person gets a mulligan. Go, well, what? What do you know? Just go, but come on. You can understand why I didn't, right? Like, come <laughs> on. Look, I see you now.
1: Good on you. Um, what would be the, what's the classic Aussie response if they saw God for the first time, they didn't believe that he existed, then they saw that he did believe, I did exist? Oh, Nah. Fuck. Nah, you're not. You can't be real, are you? Are you serious? He's like, "Yeah, no, I am,
2: man."
1: <laughs> uh, animals <are> now following <laughs> Homer. Come, come in, mate. Now fuck off. We're full. <laughs> 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 oh man, so many layers to that joke. Animals start following Homer everywhere. What was this meant to be a take on? What like Snow White or something? Um, yeah. Well, yeah, that's a good question. It felt a little bit that now that
2: you mentioned, but I think it was more. It's weird how, despite the fact that Homer has shunned what. Should be giving him peace It's made him more content with himself And more at one Yeah In a way like there's a dual layer To what's going on there In that That it should be For so many people It is religion That helps them find peace Whereas God, uh, Homer
1: has become more attuned By turning his back on it Does he have a na- Well he's created he You reckon he's created his own religion Does he actually give it a name? I don't think he does Because he, he honestly thinks He's created his own religion Because mm. he uses it to get a Following of one Yeah Yeah <laughs> The Feast of Maximum Occupancy. Yeah. We'll get to that in a few moments. So, Lovejoy is invited for dinner. Marge has obviously invited him to try and... Talk Hang on, the animal out friend's it. in the shower. Oh, in the office, Just quickly. Yeah. Guys, can you give me yeah. five minutes? Yeah. Homer tells of the dream how he met God. He goes, and it was really weird because I usually dream of naked <laughs> <Marge>. March. <laughs> it's like you when you talk about Ash in his podcast. That was
2: such a fantastic camera move.
1: Yeah. Just uh, her, her not happy at all. Uh, Bart's very impressed. Oh, you met the big guy? What does he look like? Perfect teeth,
0: nice smell, a class act all the way.
1: Well, the Reverend tries to convince Homer by reminding him of a certain passage. Matthew oh, seven
2: twenty six, yeah. the foolish man who built his house on
1: sand. And Homer tries to respond.
2: Yeah, well, you remember Matthew twenty one seventeen, And he left them and he went out into the city and he lodged there. Yeah. Think, think about, about it. it. <laughs> you know, I did think about it. It almost makes some sense. In what sense? Well, and he left them and he went out to the city and he lodged there. Homer has left his church. Not so much gone out to the city, but he's gone out on his own and he lodged there. So, he's
1: he's decided on his own, this is where I'm going to be. This is where I'm going to live. So, it's delivered in the way that it's meant to be Homer not having any idea what he's talking about. Mm. But the joke joke is that if you actually listen to it, it actually does make sense. It almost does make sense. Do you reckon the writers meant that?
2: I don't know. I've Possibly. always
1: just assumed it's, oh, it's just Homer Having no idea What he's talking about Because the way The reverend sort of says mm, What this mm. Yeah I'd always assumed That as well Until I actually wrote it down And went
2: Well almost <laughs> Like it's it it's close twice, It's yeah. not
1: the most You know Unrelated sentence In the bible The writers probably Didn't mean it But then when you go back And look at it They're like That actually does make sense We probably should have Picked a different passage mm. For Homer yeah, to retort yeah. with <laughs> Austin 316 <laughs> Yeah yeah Homer then calls for uh, Calls work from Moe's Day off religious holiday As we mentioned before mm. Um, he can't convince Mo because Mo's a what was he from birth? A snake, a snake, uh, handler. snake handler. Is that a religion? No, I, I think maybe it's just something he does on Sundays. Uh, okay, I was born a snake handler and I'll die a snake yeah. handler. Uh, Flanders then tries to convince all well, the Flanders family. Try to convince Homer.
2: God said to Noah, "There's gonna be a floody, floody."
1: The best part was when they put him in the car, and they do yeah. the windy window symbol. Yeah, <laughs> and he actually winds it down yeah, for them. Yeah, it's so good. Like, he doesn't know what's coming.
2: Dad, the Heathen's getting away.
1: This is just sort of like a parody of like every 70s it's cop like, show. Yes. Get away. I, I was feeling it was mostly Starsky and Hutch. I yeah, love Ned yeah. driving through the boxcar on yeah, the yeah, train. Yeah, It's fantastic. And then Homer ends up on the garbage barge, whatever mm. it is, going to garbage island. Get the itchy and scratchy cartoon. One of the most famous ones, or like, popular ones. Yeah, this is the one that I automatically always think of. This and the one where it's, it's uh, one that I genuinely like. Yeah, it is good. It's, it's the, the moon. Yeah, largely with itchy and scratchy.
2: I like them more when you get to see the whole thing from start to finish.
1: Do we not get the same from start to finish usually? Not always.
2: Sometimes you just get little clips or like the ending of something you didn't see the setup to. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, that's true. The other thing that I thought of though, as great as this episode is. And even when I like the Itchy and scratchies, I do now just see them as meaning that the writers had... Ran out of time. Ran oh, out of, like, ran out of ideas for their time so Yeah, like, yeah, you know, not run out
1: of time. They had to fill time. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Because they never would have written an episode with Itchy and Scratchy, in it, except for Itchy and Scratchy and Marge, obviously. Yeah, and, like, the movie. Like, But, yeah, it's very rare that they would have gone, oh, we'll make sure that in the third act we've got Itchy and Scratchy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The kids want to stay home and watch cartoons with Homer. Marge explains why they can't. This is probably the most emotion not emotional, the most, the most serious scene in the whole episode where Marge is like, You have to understand I've got a responsibility with these kids to take them to church. Yeah. You do what you want, but I can't choose you before God. Yeah. And it just gets really, really serious for a second. Mm. As you said before, it's the only reason it seems weird for Marge is because we're not used to seeing her so devout. Yeah, yeah. It's it's just taking that. Well, normally Homer comes of it. before everything. Mm. As much of a, of a slob he is Marge always sticks by his side Yeah, exactly. This is the first time where she's willing to put something else ahead of him mm. Yeah, And then we get Homer though
2: Doing the great What you think is going to be a parable about Jesus
0: Kids let me tell you about another so called Wicked guy He had long hair and some wild ideas And he didn't always do what other people Thought was right And that man's name was I forget But the point is I forget that too. Marge, you know who I'm talking about. He used to drive that blue car.
1: Uh, Marge is really upset. Yeah. She, just, she knows she can't force him. but She know. offers, gives him the ultimatum. Like, yeah. are, you know, I'm going, are
2: you going to come? And then TV. Coming up next, make your own ladder. <laughs> no way.
1: <laughs> <laughs> he's he's well, his eyes perk up? Oh, I was like, are you sure you want to stay here? Very sure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so Love Lovejoy's got a sermon. Uh, the devil walks among us. And then this see the sign at the front when, uh, oh, when Homer, Homer met Satan when Homer met Satan that's right now was this sermon about Homer I don't think so I don't so. think it was no because well it was about porn if anything yeah because he's talking well Homer's watch- looking at porn at the same time yeah
2: Um, but we also get the great visual gag of the guy that looks like Satan sitting in front oh, of Bart yeah, I course. got yeah, him
1: yeah then Homer's reading Playboy not for the photos
2: yeah for ooh
1: an interview with Lauren Michaels <laughs>
2: <laughs> wait that's no good <laughs>
1: yeah Uh, Crusty then randomly comes collecting donations for Jewish clowns yeah Krusty was so out of character in this episode. It made no sense. was a little bit. Cr- you get nice Krusty. You get Krusty door knocking for for donations and then Krusty's part of the fire brigade, the volunteer fire I brigade. I feel like
2: it's purely because they needed the culmination of all the different religions coming to help. Yeah, and yeah. And they were like, well, we've established that he's Jewish, so we'll, yeah. we'll
1: crowbar him in. When he does go through all the religions at the end, I thought it was a nice way of tying the episode all together because hmm. there was a reason he went to the quickie mountain There was a reason Krusty yeah. came, stuff like that, yeah. Uh, Kr- Krusty, he's talking about the, the tornado or whatever it was that happened.
0: There were floppy shoes and rainbow wigs everywhere. It was terrible.
1: <laughs> Back and forth between Homer and Lovejoy. So, you know, he's reading Playboy, then Reverend's talking about something, then Homer goes to the quickie mart. Yep. He offends. Please do not offer my God a peanut. Yeah, get get out. Please come again. Then it cuts to Homer. Everyone's stupid except me. Mm, what, do you know, it does cut to that. Do you notice what, Lovejoy says right before that, though. What does he say? That pride. Go- remember,
2: pride goeth before the fall. Ah. Mm. Okay. Everyone is stupid except
1: for me. Yeah. As he drops the cigar yeah. onto the plate, hey, which sets house uh, sets the uh, house mm. on fire. Cuts back from commercial, and you think Santa's little help was going to come in and help Homer? Nope. Still in yep. the chocolate bar yep. from his pocket. Which <laughs> <laughs> was great. Notice here, it clearly was a Hershey chocolate bar, but they didn't show the word Hershey. Oh, okay. It said, I think it said H E Y. Remember seeing that? Okay. Part. But obviously because I don't know whether they're allowed to use the word Hershey but it's not the whole thing like yep. yeah okay sort of like the, uh, the Game Boy from last week
2: yeah they had a Game Boy without any Nintendo logo yep, or anything yep.
1: or when Marge says a streetcar named and she gets cut off from saying it mm. who knows anyway so Homer the great animation of Homer's hair burning how fucking yeah, great was that just I forgot about that. like it. like intertwined cable <laughs> yeah <laughs> so good uh, Homer then sings a song
0: oh the song the song when a fire starts to burn there's a lesson you must learn Something, something. Then you'll see, you'll avoid catastrophe. Don't
1: <coughs> passes out. Then a poo randomly spots it. I don't know how he spots fire it. Fire at the green. old Simpson place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, does he leave the nephew in charge? Is it his nephew? The, the, the little, little the, kid. The little kid. Anyway, so the bully are going to be able have to steal for shit. for this day. Pulls out the shotgun. <laughs> <laughs> they shit themselves. Now the uh, Springfield, I'm assuming police and fire departments. SPFD. SPFD. Yeah, that's what it said on the front of the... uh oh,
2: okay. No, I didn't pay much attention with the actual acronym. But yes, let's go with that. Yep. Yeah. Uh,
1: they've got to wait for the ducks across cross the street. I love that.
0: Your ducks are really trying my patience. But you're so cute.
1: I would stop too. <laughs> or well, you can't just, would, run over but, a duck. But would you plough f- through a line of baby ducks to get to a house fire? Oh, that's one of the ultimate yeah. fucking... Oh, oh. I couldn't do it. I'd, I'd chuck a You and find another way. Can
2: I just squirt water at the ducks and get them out yeah, of the way? Yeah, that is true. That's an option. Yeah, I couldn't, um, run. You
1: couldn't. You couldn't run over a baby ducks. Couldn't do it. Especially no, the crossing at the duck crossing too. They're doing, feel, the cr- they're doing the right thing. Oh, uh, it'd feel like any human lives that you saved would be hollow. Yeah.
2: <laughs> You're like, what, <laughs> what
1: would you do if someone someone saved you from a house fire and said we had to kill a family of baby ducks to get to you? Slap them in the face. How <laughs> <I'll> dare you. <laughs> I know, right?
2: Okay. No, um, that's not that's, that's not a nice ultimate it? If I'm in the oh, house burning uh, and I want the you know run over whatever fucking animal is in the way. Unless it's my dog.
1: Would you put your life before your dog, though? When it came down to it. Let's not get into hypotheticals on like that, because so they're, not, they're not fun at all, are they? <laughs>
2: <laughs> Who's going to look after my dog if I I'm don't? dead?
1: Uh, Flanders then finds Homer, luckily, because the police department—the uh, the fire department's getting held up by the ducks. There's a great moment here, from
2: as I was watching this, with Ash, who wasn't paying a huge amount of attention. And I, was, I had my head down writing something at the exact moment that Ned starts to be heroic. But she just looked up and went, Ah, Ned. Like she was just so happy and windswept by this her- heroic man, heroic neighbor, that um, <laughs> it was a nice moment. I just it made me look up and go like, there's a thing that I'd probably never given too much credit for before. I'd only ever looked at the funny side of it.
1: That that you know that is a nice, a genuinely sweet thing that he does. He risked his life to save Homer. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Which I would totally do for anyone, by the way. But if it came to the point where I'd, if this person can't get out and I'm going to die. Would you die with them? I don't know whether I'd... You wouldn't know unless you were in that situation. I'd certainly
2: get myself singed enough to make it look like I'd made every effort possible.
1: <laughs> it's all about the way you look when you come out for the news stories, these yeah. cameras. Okay, so he ends up saving Homer, but not before he sends Homer... God does do what Flanders wishes. Can you please guide Homer down to this mattress? Yep. Down, straight back in. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking so good. I love that. Okay. Yeah, Does really good acrobatics. It was, yeah. Backflip back in there, saves Homer. It's a springy saves... mattress. Yeah, it is a really springy... I leave that aside because that's pretty unrealistic <laughs> but anyway Flanders you saved me or oh, you would have done why? the same for me it's it's the why that I like yeah. first why like yeah. you really can't fathom why someone would do it uh, you would have done the same for me thinks of Homer thinks of him yep. on a hammock <laughs> Flanders just waving his arms in the distance burning alive then we get to Krusty comes out and he's I saved your cat and then it cuts to who Barney with what's this axe for I don't know chopping stuff <laughs> That's a nice chuppin Goes into the mailbox for no reason That's a nice chuppin God, I love Wiggum That is a perfect Wiggum line, isn't it? Yeah Yeah, it's a nice chuppin That's nice work, boys yeah. <laughs> Why is he even there? Why is he part of the fire department? Anyway Then we get Lisa you know, The family arrive They're so thankful that home is alive and safe
0: Truly, this was an act of God Hey, wait a minute Flanders is a regular Charlie Church And God didn't save his house Then we
1: get the insurance guy. I think if this happened to me, I would try and pull what Homer did here. I would try and say the shit in my house that wasn't there, but was believable in my house. Like what, yeah. What would you? What could you say that your TV is a bit bigger than what it was? I've got photos of all that sort of stuff. Like You need
2: some degree of proof. Ideally, as a little guide out there for any listeners, take photos of everything valuable you have in your home. Save it somewhere online. Just if anything does go, then it's really easy because you don't have receipts for everything. Take
1: photos of all your photos. Or scan them. Yeah.
2: <laughs> Put everything in front of a mirror and take a photo of the mirror, yeah, so that way you've got two photos of it all. Just crop them away. Is that how it works? <laughs> we got, don't forget the infinite room that I had <laughs> with 50
1: televisions. Brockman's doing his news report.
0: Fire, man's oldest foe. Insatiable, remorseless, unquenchable. Hey, it's out! Yay! Yay! Coming up next, which work better, springy clothespins or the other kind?
1: So everyone's then gathered at the table. Uh, Homer says, it's a lesson to be learned here. God is vengeful. <laughs> <laughs> that was great.
2: Oh, oh, spiteful one, show me who to smite and they shall be smitten.
1: I <laughs> uh, love Joy says, no, no, it wasn't, it wasn't God that did this to you. God's in, he was in the hearts of everyone who helped you, mm. no matter what their religion.
2: Ha, Homer, God didn't set your house on fire.
0: No, but he was working in the hearts of your friends and neighbours when they went to your aid. We They... Christian, Jew, or miscellaneous. Hindu, there are 700 million of us. Oh, that's super.
1: I just thought that, as I said earlier, a really nice way of just tying the episode up as a whole. It was just mm. really well done. And then Homer obviously says, you know, I will try church again. I'll give it all. I realize that I need to start going to church. I'll give it my all. Cuts to him asleep in the front row of church. I'll be there front and center. He's yep. asleep. Then he obviously has the dream again.
0: God, I got to ask you something. What's the meaning of life? Homer, I can't tell you that. Come on. You'll find out when you die. I can't wait that long. You can't wait six months? No, tell me now. Well, okay. The meaning of life is...
1: Great way to end the episode. As I said... There really isn't a moment in this entire episode that isn't funny. No,
2: it's all really quick. None of it drags. It's just joke after joke after joke. It's kind of become. Yeah, but it all it all flows the story as well. A lot more of season four and five are like this. I feel like that when Conan and that join, like it's you feel like a new, a bunch of new writers came in that were so full of ideas that they just threw everything that they had, and yeah. that and particularly in the first few episodes that they would have written for season four, They really have that. Very punchy, very
1: snappy feel. Between, like, say, seasons four and like seven, maybe even just season four and six, an episode contains stories that could have been like two or three separate episodes because mm. they're the, the, that's that good. For example, Homer with the sugar that could have been an episode, you know. But it was a yeah. sub story. But all in all, just a fantastic episode that you need to go out and watch immediately. Mm. What do we learn, Palmer? So, what did you learn from this episode, Mitch? Uh, when a fire starts to burn, there's a lesson
2: you must learn. Something, something. Then you'll see you'll avoid catastrophe. Take I, that to the bank, kids. I learned that God
1: apparently has five fingers. Uh, yes, five fingers, and is vengeful. Yes, he's very, very vengeful.
2: N- um, now, listeners, uh, I've I've just had some text message correspondence that's come through that uh, I just thought I'd share with you. So. We came to a little break in the show there just before the mailbag and Dando was uh, checking a few things. you are going to read out some donors shortly and there's some big news that we've got. Yes, I certainly am. I looked down and went, oh, I've got a text message and it's from my wife uh, simply saying, have you been sitting in sugar? Now, I made the same face you just made. I've been doing a little bit of baking. I've been um, working on a donut recipe over the last few days, a little side project of mine. So I thought, fuck, what's going on? Like she's come home to ants or something like that. Like if I spilled something in the kitchen, forgot
1: to clean it up. It's a dangerous problem. So I say to her, then my exact words, um, what? Reply? Because you've got a sweet ass. <laughs> she's sitting at home right now. She's like, I'm so bored. I'm going to send that to Mitch. Just read <laughs> this on podcast. <laughs> well, speaking of Mitch's ass... Here are the PayPal donors for this week. We do appreciate all of your support. But uh, what? what do you, where are you going with that? He's saying that my ass donates to PayPal. They're kissing our ass. Oh, they're
2: okay. Giving us money. Okay. They're not oh, kissing our ass. They're just they're supporting they're us, and we love the support. They're of supporting the my right ass. There.
1: Yes, they are supporting <laughs> your ass and my ass and all of our asses. Uh, Fourfigurediscount.com.au forward slash donate if you'd like to chuck a couple of dollars our way. We really, really do appreciate it. Sorry, so, I just
2: got an update from Ash.
1: Is uh, it a photo of her ass? No, it's a message saying don't come home. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I've got to stop sharing our intimate life. It's the secrets to a successful marriage. Stop reading everything that happens. Just
1: eat the damn
2: orange. (laughs) Stop talking about everything (laughs) on the podcast.
1: Big thanks to Robert Coy, Kieran Mitchell, Ben Kane, and Paul Kelly. Once again, Robert Coy, Kieran Mitchell, Ben Kane, and Paul Kelly. Big thumbs up to you guys. Fourfingerdiscat.com.au forward slash donate. Do appreciate the support. Now, if you'd like to get some bang for your buck, as we mentioned, every week, we do have some uh, premium episodes up on the website you can download Bart versus Australia and you only move twice for a dollar a due per episode. If you're going to purchase both of them, please get them in the same transaction. It means we pay less fees. PayPal take out 30%. So you can go to fourfingerdiscount.com.au forward slash premium dash podcast. You can see it in the top menu, Bart versus Australia and you only move twice. And now, Mitch, what are we going to record tonight after this one?
2: Cape Fear. Finally. Finally doing a review of the movie. Yes. Wait, what?
1: Isn't that what we're supposed to do a review I, on?
2: I hope so, because I've I've spent like six hours watching
1: Scorsese's version of it. Is that what we were doing? Of course it is. Good. Well, what else? Okay. Is there something Simpsons related to Cape Fear? Not that I'm it? aware of, no. Okay. okay. Well, we should probably look into it. Mm, anyway. Maybe. Debele! Mail! mail is here! <laughs> Ooh. But before the mailbag, I have to interrupt. Because you Because you promised something at the beginning of the episode. Well, you must almost. now deliver. I think we'd
2: been talking for 15 minutes, and I was supposed to say it at the very beginning, <laughs> but whatever. Um, we... Previously, have had some correspondence with a uh, fine comedian named Yani. Um, I don't know how to pronounce the surname Yani. I apologise. Agislu, Agislu. You know, if you search Yanni in Google, it'll come up. So that's fine. Yanni has been running a series of very successful shows beca- uh, called "The Simpsons Taught Me Everything That I Know." It's a, it's an hour based stand up entirely about The Simpsons. He also does another show called "Comedians Against Humanity," which is a play on cards against humanity, but getting comedians to give some answers. Shows coming to Melbourne. Yanni's reached out to us and very, very, very generously offered us five, count them, five double passes to give away to our listeners. Oh, a lot of double passes. It is. You know what? He's also given us a couple of double passes. So you're going to double up. You can come along, see Yanni, see the show. You also get a chance to meet us. People that are in Melbourne, it's its Melbourne based show that we've got the tickets for, but people that are in Melbourne will be able to hang out with us. Maybe we could do like some drinks beforehand or something like that. Like, or. You know, Sounds good to me. Something, yeah. We'll just hang out with you for the night. Dinner and drinks, burger and drinks, or something. Then off to the show. Geek bar in Melbourne. Bartronica wants to get on board with four finger discount. Maybe we can meet at Bartronica. Hang up at yeah. Hang out at Bartronica. Just play a little bit of Simpsons arcade
1: before heading off to see some Sounds Simpsons. Sounds like a great idea to me. Now you said we have comedy. five double passes. We do have five double passes. I've got an idea, right? Because we, whilst we do love everyone who supports us on Facebook, mm. we want you guys, listeners, to get these passes. <laughs> We, yes. want, we, want, we want you guys to win
2: it, right? Well, I was blatantly going to rig it. We'll, like, we'll promote it on Facebook <laughs> as well. But my idea is that there'll be two separate questions. And the ones that come through via email will be the
1: ones that I'm actually going to be looking well, at. Well, I was going to say, why don't we leave two for the Facebook page and three, okay. and three we give to listeners who have to email us why they should win the tickets. In 25 words or yeah. less or something.
2: Why they should win? That's, oh, what's, so, so, so they, I wanted to go with... It might be self-indulgent, but what was your favorite moment on the podcast? Like what have you we've been doing this for a year and a bit. What do you like about the show? <laughs> Tell us why you love us.
1: <laughs> That's a bit self-indulgent, isn't it? I think?
2: want to know if I'm going to be hanging out with them. I want to know that these are people that actually want to hang out with me for the <laughs> night. Okay, so maybe maybe not as self-indulgent as what do you want, but also not as much as why should you win because I feel like that is a little bit why you're greater than anyone else.
1: Yeah, that is true. What is something Simpsons related that or podcast related that's not just
2: tell us how amazing we are because mm. I hate that's the things. thing it's got to be it's got to be something that's separate to
1: just the Facebook crew. So, what has been your favorite review we've done so far, and why? And why? There you go. Awesome. All right. So, mailbag at fourfigurediscount.com. com production meeting live on the air. Yeah, <laughs> this is where that happens. <laughs> we <laughs> we literally
2: just made it up on the spot. I did. I, I was like. Twice we've like, we really need to talk about this and twice we haven't
1: done it when yeah. we've been together outside of recording. Um, that's how we get shit done though. Mailbag at au. Email us what has been your favourite episode of? It doesn't have to be one of the reviews. It could have been an interview or something. Yeah. What has been your favourite episode of Four Finger Discount and, and why? why? The best three responses will win a double pass to see Yanni's uh, Simps- is it Simpsons one he's doing.
2: Simpsons taught me everything Sim- I know. Yes. It is at the Athenaeum Theatre. Beautiful theatre. I love the Athenaeum. That's going to be on October 15th. Um, October the 15th. So we've got about three weeks or so for that to come out. We'll be promoting it through Facebook. But as I said, or as Dando said, what's been your favourite episode of Four Finger Discount as and what why? As said. Okay, as we said, <laughs> as we eventually came to, uh, mailbag at fourfingerdiscount dot com Maybe pop a subject line of tickets or something like that, just so it stands out a little bit. Or well, competition, subject competition. Yeah. Um, what has been your favourite moment of Fourfinger Discount? Love to see you guys. We love to hang out on the on October fifteenth. I, I feel good about this. Like we've been wanting to come up with a way to do this for a while. What date was it again? October what? October fifteenth. Okay. And you're getting some bang for your buck yes. As well, which I like. It's two weeks after the grand final. You come down off that little sports high and you crack right into nerd high. Now, we have another giveaway, don't we? We do have another giveaway. This one's a little bit further away, but we are full of shit to give away at the moment. Yeah,
1: um, there's a certain don't, person coming don't to... Don't
2: be clever out there and take those that little sentence out of context and just have me saying, we are full of shit, because <laughs> I'll know.
1: <laughs> there's someone coming to Sydney November 4th and 5th I'm pretty sure their listeners might have heard of him. His um, name's uh, Matt Groening. Yeah. have never um, heard of him? Gray. Oh, the Groening guy. The yes. Gro- yeah, oh, Groening. yeah. I'm Matt Groening. Of course. Yeah. People always get his name wrong. He's um he's coming to uh Sydney at the Sydney Opera House for the Graphic Festival November fourth and fifth. Opera House. I think it's in Brisbane. Small the Sydney um, Opera House isn't it in Perth or something? How many seats?
2: Fifty, sixty. Small room. Uh, it's not very big. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Holy
1: shit! Yes, Matt that- Groening at the Sydney <laughs> Opera House
2: for the first time ever.
1: We may or may not have a few, uh, several double passes to give away to see Matt at his show at Gravity Festival. The show is called Secrets of the Simpsons and a couple of Milhouse Fun Facts, which he says will feature embarrassing home movies and rarely seen animation, which includes oddball outtakes and uncensored itchy and scratchy cartoons. How awesome is this going to be? It's intriguing. I know, right? I haven't even looked it up yet. It's going to be fucking incredible. This... Course, I've just I've theater of the mind. I'm acting. <laughs> this <laughs> acting. This is like Matt Groening's first ever Australian appearance, I believe. Yeah, it is. I don't I think, don't he's, think ever he's ever, ever been here before. So I cannot wait for this. But yeah, we're not going to be giving he's away. Been just a, yet. He's been to Rand McNally a few times. Yes, he has. <laughs> at uh, Towards the end of October or mid October, we're going to let you guys know how you can win a double pass to see Matt Groening at, at the Sydney Graphic be, Festival. It'll
2: have to be mid October because it's early November, isn't it? Yeah,
1: well, they've, they've requested that we start giving away mid October. Okay. So yep. we're going to let you guys know how you can win. Tickets to see Matt Groening live in the flesh, but at the it's Sydney Opera definitely House, definitely happening. It courtesy is confirmed. Four finger, yes, courtesy of Four Finger Discount.
2: Lawyers uh. be damned. Yes, that's so <laughs> be... what's
1: going ahead. So now we can get into the mailbag. Uh, who cares about the
2: mailbag now? <laughs> <laughs> I know. So for next week. Uh, now so many people who have emailed saying I'll read this out on home of home of the heretic their hearts would have dropped. <gasps> no. Mailbag at Discount come to if you want to send something through. Mhm. Now, shout out firstly. It's been a while since I've I've been I felt obliged to do a shout out, but I needed to send through my love, or well, not my love, but my appreciation to um uh, of the many memes that we receive on the Facebook page, one, I saw one the other day that was my favorite of all time because it mashed it mashed up The Simpsons and Arrested Development. It was they're going everywhere now. First, first,
1: Arrested Development and Simpsons mashups are just everywhere. Yeah.
2: Um. First panel. Uh. Lisa in Florida. Um. I'm not a state. Second panel. Photo of Buster with the hook. I'm a monster. Yeah, loved that so thank you very much for sending that through now that go uh, the shout out in particular it was Rebecca that sent that through but she wanted to send her love to a James L from Canberra big fan of the show apparently James we appreciate the fact that you're listening thank you very much and I think you guys have got well you've got a future I presume it's a big one I hope it's a big one there's three James L's in Canberra going yes don't <laughs> let her go because if she likes both Simpsons and Arrested Development
1: then a, yeah, marriage and she likes their page yeah the Clearly the perfect person. <laughs> Let's get into a question. Let's kick things off with a
2: question. Kick it off with a question. All right, we can do that. Mike Tri- uh, Michael, Mike. I'm going to go with Mike. Mike Tri- uh, I've, I've Just Twice I've got his name wrong. today. It's <laughs> annoying. Mike Trickorico writing in from Brooklyn. Uh, his question related to The Simpsons. What moment solidified the show for us as being the best show? Uh, for him, it was Homer at the bat. He was about 22 at the time and it was Mattingly walking off saying, still like liking better than Steinbrenner. Uh, Says he quotes that all the time, as a New Yorker, It was he was well-versed in Steinbrenner running the uh, Yankees. So, for him, it was one of those moments where the show, recognising that, just made it something special. So, it's a moment where... More than just a cartoon. Yeah, a moment where the show goes from being good to great in your mind. That moment where it clicked and you're like, holy shit, this is fantastic.
1: For me, it was when I first saw... It's one of the two. I can't quite pinpoint which one it might have been. It was mm-hmm. either the end of Marge Be Not Proud mm-hmm. or the end of Lisa's Wedding. Okay, those ones always stand out to me from when I was younger. That I got emotionally invested in the yeah, show. Yeah, right. So okay. that 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 would be the two episodes to me. Lisa's wedding. That's the ending. The way it, I loved Homer and Lisa's interaction at the end of Lisa's wedding, and Homer so proud of like Lisa. Homer's have been annoying her throughout the episode, but after sort of seeing her future, she has a newfound love for her father, just accepting acceptance of her father. Yeah. And the I rolled the teacups, but then I threw up. and Then I went on him again. Yeah. I I just love that yeah. ending. It's yeah. just perfect. But then also the um, Bart giving Marge the photo at the end of Marge Be Not Proud. It's just perfect. And then yep. Marge giving Bart the present that she thinks is what he wants. And Lee Carvello's uh, putting challenge. Classic mum. All the kids want it. Yeah.
2: Uh, for me, I like... it's When a show goes to the little details or p- takes me in a direction that I'm not expecting in any way, to, to quote, or to, you know, just off the back of Arrested Development, the moment that it happened in that for me um, was when they get around Job saying fuck by clever editing where they have um, him like there's this, this a recurring gag I where you mentioned this before he yeah. keeps talking about his joke he keeps talking about his suit and every time he references it the suit is more and more expensive so it's like yeah, well, yeah like the guy in the $1,200 suit is going to hold the guy the elevator open for the guy that doesn't make that in a week um, and then there's a bit where it, it, the scene starts with him saying king $6,400 suit and then it cuts to 45 seconds earlier and that little bit ends with him saying Pff. so that was one of those moments where it was like shit this is genius yeah. my moment in the simpsons is in the mr plow episode and it was when homer receives the complaint about scraping the asphalt and as he walks away and under his breath gives it the kiss my asphalt it's what people say it's well, what people would do <laughs> it, it it for me it's the it elevates it in the like it's you know it's a clever joke it's a funny joke as it is but it's so rare that homer is witty And it was that moment where they added this new layer of, of rather than Homer just being funny because he's a goofball or he says the wrong thing, like this is Homer genuinely being smart and sarcastic, and and then cut back to. So I said, "Kiss my ass." Felt like you know (laughs) what he he then like he experiences it, but then he wants to then tell the family about it because that's again, it's it was so lifelike, it was so beautiful. The family's like, "We get it, Dad." Yeah, like (laughs) oh fuck, that was the bit for me where it tipped. Um, To this, to a a whole new level for me Yep. Anyway uh, So that's it So thanks for writing in Mike Now Mike also says Keep up the great work Uh, Would love a Futurama podcast Or perhaps Listener's choice Who wouldn't Listener's choice movie commentary Now do you want to go straight Into another question Why not Uh, We've got one from Tyler Six Uh, What Simpsons character Would you like to see With a spin-off show He would like to see Groundskeeper Willie Or Homer as a teenager I'd like to see the Bullies
1: As a type actor Yep You can throw Nelson in there as well I guess just see what they're doing, because they're always up the shenanigans, mm. but you only ever see it when it's involving another, one of the main characters, like Bart or whatever. Yeah, i just love to see what they do when they're not with other, okay. the other main characters. I'd like to
2: see a full-on hardcore HBO Oz style prison show with Sideshow Bob as like the main patriarch of the prison. And have other Springfield characters in prison, or he's the only one? Uh, two or three would float through, but outside, I mean, spin-offs. you don't need to keep like, it all the same yeah. thing, yeah. I'm surprised. Maybe it hasn't he already gets, happened. Maybe he gets shifted to another to a like maximum security, so he's not in Springfield Pen anymore. And that's yeah. how you can get away with having new um, characters come in and
1: out. We're actually discussing this before we're on the air. Like it's it's a wonder they haven't done this kind of thing. It's just it seems so easy and perfect. Short little five minute clip spin off shows of mm. characters that we want to see more of. That they might not be able to flesh an entire episode out of them, but just short five minute clips.
2: Just a little web series, yeah. Yeah,
1: I think The Simpsons would be perfect for that kind of thing. Mm. Now, uh, we'll
2: end the mailbag and we'll end the podcast with a quick, perfectly cromulent something or other. from my real life. I forgot the name. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> I've got to stop doing this. <laughs> real life Simpson story. Um, I, this one comes in from Luke McKay or Luke McKay, depending on what part of the world you come from. He works at a primary school as a teacher's aide. Recently, he was assisting a, four, a year four class when they had their news um, at show and tell for the week. A boy brought in a Rubik's Cube to show off how fast he could solve it. After fumbling with the cube for a minute or two with the boy receiving suggestions from his audience, I couldn't resist chiming in with, with, with a spin the middle topwise. Topwise Obviously That's <laughs> the second topwise. Yeah, that's what I like. <laughs> the bit where he gives the emphasis. Obviously, no one had any idea what I was talking about until the teacher also offered her advice. Put your main finger on the yellow side and the other finger on the orange side and turn it. The situation was only made better by the boy replying, my main finger? Mimicking, albeit unintentionally, March. Yeah, that's (laughs) perfect. Luke and the teacher's aide. Sorry, and the teacher got to just just share their little moment.
1: Everyone at home, round of applause. Who, Who was this man? What was his name? Uh, Luke McKay. Luke McKay. Man, Luke standing McKay. ovation, round of applause to Luke McKay. Yes. That, was a, that was exactly the kind of story you want to hear. Well Perfect. played,
2: sir. Uh, oh, also, just a really quick one. Connor, Connor Walsh writes in from Ireland.
1: is he not like the greatest man alive in Ireland or something?
2: Uh, well, I've previously been on record as saying of all the men in Ireland, I think he'd have to be the best. I would now say that of all the men in Ireland, um, I think he has to certainly be one of them. Yes. He wants to know, do we know Mad Max? Of course we do. Uh, we certainly do. Do you know Liam Neeson? <laughs> uh, and would also just like to quickly add Screw Dermot. Screw you, Dermot. Screw Dermot and everyone that looks like Dermot.
1: Yes. Alrighty, so thanks for listening to our review of, what do we do? Home of the Heretic. A fantastic episode that I highly advise you get out and, and watch right now. A lot of people have been emailing and saying that they watched the episode before they listened to our reviews, which is cool. Mm. Like, that's their set routine now. Watch the episode, listen to Four <laughs> Discount. It's just, it's really, really awesome. Uh, keep sending your feedback about the show as well. Mailbag at fourfingerdiscount.com.au the giveaways again, Mitch. Your Yarni tickets at Yarni at Melbourne Athenaeum Theatre coming up October
2: 15. Email fourfinger, dis- sorry, mailbag at fourfingerdiscount.com.au with your favorite episode of Four Finger Discount and why, or just hell write in and tell us why you want to come.
1: Yeah, the best responses will get tickets. Yes, yeah, it's going to be a great night. You get to meet up with Mitch and I, have a few beers, eat some pizza, probably play some Simpsons Arcade at Tronica. Mm-hmm. Be a great night,
2: certainly pizza if not burgers and alcohol will be taking part and outside of that coming up in a couple of weeks you'll get some more information about this one but tickets uh, free tickets give away to matt graining at the sydney opera house talking about all things
1: animation that's epic
2: <laughs> that's insanely huge it's <laughs> gonna be great like oh.
1: we may or may not we do Have tickets to give away for Supernova as well. Mm -hmm. And Billy West and John DiMaggio from Future So that one's in Brisbane. We are covering all of the (laughs) eastern side of Australia. Melbourne, Sydney, Brisbane. Sorry, WA, but nothing ever goes out there. (laughs) Nothing. Apart from sharks. Not even premierships anymore. (laughs) (laughs) And we just lost some subscribers. (laughs) (laughs) Alrighty, so as we said, thanks for listening to the review. Hope you did enjoy it. Next week we're going to be reviewing Lisa the Beauty Queen. Really? is that um, this early 90% sure I'm a, I'm, you're probably right I just I don't remember it being I this have, early I have gotten them out of order once in the past <laughs> <laughs> alrighty so thanks for listening and stay tuned because we're about to review uh, the movie Cape Fear mm-hmm. see you guys next week no final words do you have any final words Mitch I do yeah, this time. I always. <laughs> say, I never have final words this week I finally did I remember, I remember did. you said you had a story and I'm like I'm going to end the episode and then see how it reacts to it no no, I haven't got a story but did I, you
2: say you wanted to say something at the end of the show no joke? I'm going to do that in Cape Fear the oh, jokes for Cape Oh, okay. For K-Pierre. people that want to listen to Cape I've got a very special joke. Another production meeting. But my final, <laughs> my yeah. final word was simply, "Gotta have a whiz." Think, man. Think. Think, think, think. I better wrap it up. Shh.